This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, this is Kelly. And this is Dan. And oh, ooh, Kelly, before we start, you have a little, um, you have a little something on your face. What? What is it? Let me show it's me. Where like, did I get know, it? I don't know. Maybe like a piece of food or something. Okay, it's where like, do I get it? No, a little higher. No? Okay. Little lower, no, okay. No, you're not getting it. Okay. So uh, t- your, show me where it is. Just tell me where it is. Like, okay. It's driving I'm, me insane. Well, come on. I, okay. Imagine like the back of your head. Like my... Like the back of my head is what? Is imagine that's like the front of your face. Head. Okay. So it's in like the top, the middle part of that. Okay. Is you were scratching your head? Seems like the same as just imagining my face. Yeah. We were just not getting it. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to get it. I'm Mm. doing the back middle quadrant or whatever. No. No? No, you're still, it's just like, there's still like a little bit left. It's, um, okay. (sighs) Okay. So imagine the tip of your nose is like the X, where the X and the Y axis meet. Right. Okay. So if that were the case. Yeah, like if that were the case, mm-hmm. it would be at like 33 degrees um, latitude, mm-hmm. 68 degrees longitude. Okay. Is that how it works? Mm. Is it like, the, yeah. that's, it's like the equator or mm-hmm. something? That, yeah, remember, that's okay. where your nose Am is. Am I getting it then? No, that- you're not even close. You're more at like 76 longitude. Okay, well, I don't know how to it's do more this. On the Z. Yeah, you're kind of on the Z. Okay, Let's here, try wait. a different analogy. Okay, you for know, where like it is. space and time, like uh, yes. the concept. I understand both of those. Space perfectly. time is sort of like almost the same thing in a way with like the way the universe works and how, okay. you know, gravity is sort of um, space being molded and pulled, which sort of creates time. Yeah, you know, imagine that, and then pick out where the kind of center point of gravity is. Okay, you know what? What? <laughs> I'm I'm realizing this now. What? It's, what? What is it? It's just a little piece of poop on your face <laughs> that I put there before as a joke because I thought it was going to be funny. Well, get it you off. You a little piece of poop on there. Get it off. <laughs> <laughs> now I got the poop. <laughs> Good. This, this is Make, make Me Like It. it. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for getting chubby with us today. I'm Dan, Mr. Eunuch Jester. And I am Kelly Hudson. And if you hear some sounds of cars right now, that's because we're outside because we just got kicked out of the recording studio. Yeah, um, yeah, we got for being too out sexy. Of, yeah, we were for very making sexy, out. and you know, I've just got the hottest body anyone's ever seen. So, and a, an old janitor came by and was like, "You kids, get out of here! You're too sexy for me. I'm getting too guys, hard." Guys, guess what? We're goofing. It's another one of our classic goofs. We're outside on the street recording our intro today because we are actually walking. Walking to the Cheesecake Factory. We yeah. live within walking distance of a Cheesecake Factory, right. which to some people is a dream come true. To us, I'm kind of indifferent. Yeah, I'm very indifferent. Um, the fact that it's inside of the Americana is kind of fun because there's other stuff there. There's Din Tai Fung. Uh, that's about it. Din Tai Fung. And stores and whatnot. Stores. Attractions for families. Yeah. Probably one of those lollipop cake uh, yeah, stores. Yeah, you can get a cake but pop. There's a store cake pop. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, we just pot. walked past a fancy liquor store. So, um, 
Yeah, the Cheesecake Factory. I don't know. I mean, I've been there. I, I've been there a couple times. It's insane looking to me. I know that the menu is also insane. I guess the theme of the restaurant is insanity, right? Yeah, yeah. We should also mention this is the first time ever that we're doing an on location. Yes. Interview. We yeah. are meeting our guest at the Cheesecake Factory at the Americana for dinner, and. Um, we're going to sort of interview her as we have dinner. You'll get to hear us order live from the waiter. Maybe illegally. Yeah. Might have to get the waiter's permission. Yeah, or... we're definitely not bringing any microphones in, so we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cheesecake Factory, Insanity, um, I, you know, mad props to yeah. them for putting cheesecake in the title, so that makes you want to get a cheesecake. Right, that's And that true. adds like... $20 to the bill or exactly. $15. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. If you name the restaurant after the dessert, but you still sell dinner. Dessert. Dessert. Name it after dessert. This, that's how I'd say dessert if I'm walking. This is, yeah, we're bouncing dessert. a little bit. Um, I just walked past a pile of shirts. Oh, w- wonderful. Glendale, yeah, baby. pretty cool. So the Cheesecake Factory, we, went, we took my niece for her birthday a couple of years ago, and then we ended up making it a little tradition. A couple so years in the, the future. Family went to the Cheesecake Factory for her birthday last year. Which Very just, true. It's just not something my family does. Like we always cook at home, and uh, it was ridiculous but fun. Um, so the Cheesecake Factory. I don't know, man. Am I going to yeah? Be able any to thoughts eat on healthy? it, or just are you just naming the times you've been there? Well, it, it was a fun time. Okay, so you had fun. Yeah, I did have a. fun But is that time. because you love your family, or because of the Cheesecake Factory? It was funny. Could be to, both. It was we don't funny know. to see my family in that environment. Okay. And force my dad to go to a chain restaurant. I, you know, my whole family's just against these chain restaurants. Like the idea of the Cheesecake Factory is repulsive to them. Also, an important thing to note on this walk is Kelly's carrying a piece of shit <laughs> yeah, I, uh, from our dog. <laughs> yeah, I just walked him, and I didn't have any bags. So on the way to the Cheesecake Factory, I just picked up his shit, and now I have it in my hands in a little bag. So there's a lot going on, a lot of yeah. variables. I think we're both hungry. Right. We're probably going to be tired from the walk. Is that going to affect things? I don't know, guys. Yeah. Also, I'm not... I, this... I feel like... Maybe because I'm outside, I'm making it sound more like a sports game yeah, or something. The way you're talking, Who knows, does guys? Feel like Here we're we go. About to we're play got, a big game. We've got two of the best hosts in podcast history, and they're going head to head against Megan Amram. Dan, That's right. Do you see this? Oh, I, I see, see a, a miniature Eiffel Tower lit up. And I think that's the Americana. And I think it's floating in the air. Yeah. No, it's not. It's, uh, it's on mounted a stand. on something. Well, we're going to check it out, guys. We're going to be talking to Megan Amram yes, tonight. You know her from Twitter, Parks and Rec, and now The Good Place and The Simpsons. Yeah, she's basically known for her um, comedy stylings. Uh, Twitter persona, or just comedy styling. She well, doesn't guess have what? a Twitter persona. She does have a Twitter persona, and she uh, has a great real-life persona. She does have a Twitter persona? I mean, you know, it's, it's she has a style. I am I mean, you said very confidently that she has a Twitter persona. Well, people know her personality from Twitter. Right. From that hilarious picture. That's true. She took of herself. Who told her to change it? Did Rosie O'Donnell tell her to change it? I believe so. Yeah. She said, no way. Because well, Megan's cool like that. Yes, and we really like Megan a lot. We spent New Year's Eve with her, just the three of us, in a quiet room together. Just threw um, the poop in the trash, if anyone's concerned about that. Nice. The poop is gone, guys. We're getting closer to the Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. I'm still talking like an announcer. Yeah. I'm excited to see Megan. I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. And I'm hungry. Beep, beep. That's right, car. It's time for Make Me Like It! 
Um, Megan, thanks for joining us at uh, Bourbon Steak. Yeah. I mean, this is set to be a wild journey. Really yeah. And I'm just so sad that the podcast listeners can't be here I know. Yes. at the American with us. With I know. Us. Yeah. It's so sad. Glendale so, is the Hollywood of Hollywood. Yeah. So, this is it. Yeah, yeah. This is where it all kind of goes down is <laughs> yeah. Glendale. Yeah. People actually get dressed up like something's happening around here. It also, just to set the scene, it's October right now, yeah. yep. but it feels very Yuletide, very festive. Yes, yes. A lot of white lights. Yes, tons of little Christmas lights. So the problem with the Cheesecake Factory is that we got there, there was a huge line to even get to get our wait time. Yeah, I hate and to I hate to admit there's ever a problem with the Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> as I think so, it's flawless. Yeah, but. You know, Saturday night in Glendale. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Hollywood, so 50, Hollywood. Five oh, fifty-five oh minutes is what we were yeah. told. We have to wait. So we are at a different restaurant, having drinks and food, waiting to get our table. So that's a strike against the Cheesecake Factory, yeah. and that's how we we tally it up. We uh, at the end, pros and cons, and yeah. it's a pure numbers game. I mean, I would, you know sort of say that it might be a strike in the pro column mm. because it just makes you want it more yeah. True. and really know how to make it seem very exclusive. I mean, not make it seem, it is yeah. very exclusive. It was crowded. Someone, did someone on Twitter or somewhere recently compare Donald Trump's house to a cheesecake factory? Yes, I'm sure. It is the, again, I just wish... And you the, love Trump, so that make, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, to me it was the part of the reason too. I voted for him twice. Yes, yes. And <laughs> yeah. it's just that it, it's the aesthetics of Trump. It's yeah. not even I his policies. I voted him once for his aesthetics and well, once for his policies. Oh, great. Okay, yeah, cool. I wasn't sure. I just thought, sure. you know, might as well spread, spread the wealth. But the inside of the Cheesecake Factory is so iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been to Greece or mm-hmm. like the Mediterranean, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like I have to anymore right. because yeah. the inside of the Cheesecake Factory is just like so a Tuscan you, garden. You mentioned having gone to the Cheesecake Factory as a child. I didn't become conscious of it until late teen years. And by then... I don't think I went inside one until I was an adult. So has the inside been consistently like yes, loyal? Yes, like, I would say the Cheesecake Factory. Palatial. Yes, it yeah. always is that sort of like off white, off yellow, ivory yeah. columns. All the lighting is amber. Fresco. Yeah. yeah. Very. It's so to me. I was saying a little bit. I have this association. As a kid, I grew up in Portland, Oregon, and our big city was Seattle that my family went to. So right. I like never had been to New York right. or LA really. It was like when we got in the car and drove to Seattle, I thought I was in New York. Yeah. And Portland did not have a cheesecake factory wow. for much of my childhood, but Seattle did. Wow. And I just remember going there and thinking it was the fanciest thing in the world at the time was it the it might have been the fanciest place you had ever been to or were you just like i'm a child these they're like big spires and what are those um like russian sort of tops called on like the russian tops uh, yeah the the russian tops on like uh on like a palace or like in tetris like that's what it looks like like, that stuff so you're you're like oh tetris Tetris that's the fanciest game that i know yeah so this must be the fanciest restaurant um it well, I also should, now that I'm really exploring my own psyche of being a child, yeah, what's wrong I was also you? a very heavy child. Uh-huh. So I think part of the appeal <laughs> was that I ate all of, I 
clean my plate at the Cheesecake Factory yeah. and you'd get like seven chicken breasts yeah. and a bunch of bow tie pasta and I was like oh, finally damn. I'm getting the portion Wait, was that, that the Louisiana chicken for. pasta? No. Okay, because that the was the chicken. first thing I had there. That's great and a lot of people really love that. Yeah. This dish that I'm talking about is a chicken marsala and mushrooms gotcha. which Beautiful. I did feel like Beautiful was a dish. whole chicken coop that yeah. they just like mass murdered <laughs> yeah, and they, put on my dish. Yes. All the breasts. Yeah. Are, Chopped. Kill um, all the women. Yeah, all the yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. women chickens. Let's get them, take them, and yeah. put them on a plate for me. When I think of the Cheesecake Factory, yeah. I do Kill love all the women. I love being a kid. Like the things that I think about when I was a kid that I liked about a city, which was like the Hard Rock Cafe. When I think my family went to Mexico. Oh yeah. Great. Okay. Thanks. Oh yeah. Sure. Oh, I didn't see that. No, that's okay. Yeah. I want you to keep this all in. Yeah, yeah. should we? We're keeping it in. I mean, I don't know how much. No, I like that we're hearing. Did the everyone hear, hear our steak. regular person voices? Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's no problem. That's okay. so embarrassing. Yes, it's, yes. Wait, are these are. Oh, oh, they have the plates oh, yeah. go on these. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. This is amazing. Thank you. Great. I am so self-conscious now about my normal person normal voice. voice. The worst is that we... Uh, this is so embarrassing. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, because like automatically when you start recording the podcast, you know, you hit the red button and my voice is slightly different. Yeah. It's, it's like, just oh, slightly hi. different. Yeah, but then when I talk to a stranger, yeah, it's a little higher because I'm like, please don't kill me. Yeah. yeah. Your instincts kick in. Yeah. And it's like, I'm I'm safe. I'm peaceful. Yeah. Tail like, between the lines. Yes, I'm not going to fight. Yeah, I'm, I'm the dog that would roll over. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, <laughs> present. Yes, yeah. present my organs. Like, yeah. go for it. Go for yeah. it. <laughs> if you want to eat me, let's just do it now. It I'm not, it's not going to be a fight. Pick my, you know, whatever one you want. Liver, kidneys. This is what I always think about with, like, survivalists and, like, apocalypse preppers. It's like, they have a fight in them that I do not have and don't desire to have. Yeah. No I fight. would immediately, one, I would just, like, even... At like a 2.1 earthquake, I'm prepared to die. Right. I'm just ready. Like I've You're had a run. I'm ready to go. Really? My mom sent to me a ton of water, wow. and I forgot where it was. It's like in my house somewhere, but she was like, "You know where it is in case of an emergency." And I'm like, "No." <laughs> it's I just like in it. my yeah. I lost all. I drank. It. Yeah, it's here somewhere. I like yeah. drinking all those little Capri Suns. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's great water. <laughs> emergency water is the best water. Yeah, it's better because it's healthier. That sounds like a bad um, Curb Your Enthusiasm or Seinfeld is like after a natural disaster after a natural disaster they would talk about like the best (laughs) Natty Das. They would talk about the best uh, water is the emergency water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be like, oh, that's the best. The best water. I like that. I think that you should Submit it? I want to. I I probably do it on every episode. But do you want to hear my my new curb pitch? You should probably get back to Cheesecake Factory stuff. Who cares? What? My new curb pitch is that I think it would be really funny to have Jackie Chan on the show. Um, uh, Oh, thank you. (laughs) Beautiful. Oh. Okay. Thank you. 
Um, Should I have read my credit card number? number? Yeah, we yeah. Usually, so we, we will at the end of the episode. Okay, so now, just so everyone knows, there's going to be some munches, yeah. but it's not Cheesecake Factory food. It's because <laughs> no. we're hungry while we're, we're waiting for the Cheesecake so Factory. Funny. Yeah, we're at Bourbon Steak waiting for Cheesecake. Oh, I was like, why is there an empty bowl? It's for the olives. There's olives. Okay. So, wait, oh, so, yeah, you guys don't even know. I there's pitch, olives. I want to pitch okay. for enthusiasm go. and then. Do it. Okay, go. Elevator pitch. I think it'd be funny if Jackie Chan was on the show because uh-huh. I love Jackie Chan and oh, think yeah. it'd be a really funny thing for him to like love Larry. So Jackie Chan meets Larry <laughs> David at like a Hollywood party. They get along great. And Jackie's like, look, I need, they want me to do more movies in China again. I need a guy to write them. I think you would be amazing. Come to China with me. And Jackie Chan and Larry David go to China together. And then over the course of the season, Larry ruins Jackie Chan's uh, reputation in China. And then, like, you know, at the end, Jackie's ruined and it's all Larry's fault. Yeah. Who can we get this to? Um, Larry David? Abby Jacobson was in a movie with Jackie Chan. Oh, wow. What? She was in the Lego movie. So I could tell her. You know about, I don't think they met until the premiere, though. Whenever I think or hear about Jackie Chan, which is constantly, I only think about his Facebook post from like years ago that the text the post was I am a rollerblade and it's what? him with wheels all the way to, he's like belly down and his whole body is a rollerblade wow what? for lack of it's really hard to describe the That's hilarious amazing. picture he's an impressive that guy that is amazing but just the caption I am a rollerblade is, is like a beautiful poem yeah um, yeah if I can um Set up a general please for you me and Jackie and me and Larry. Yeah, yeah let's do it. A little like, Hollywood talk right here in Glendale, that. baby. That's where it happens. You uh, got to get away from Hollywood to really start moving and shaking in Hollywood. Speaking of yeah. moving and shaking, shaking glasses on a tray. Yeah, that really good. a cheesecake factory waiter will be bringing to us later. Yeah. So you grew up loving the cheesecake factory. Yeah. And now when you see it, is there some like sense of nostalgia or something? Oh yeah. So. So the Cheesecake Factory opened in Portland at the Washington Square Mall in Tigard, Oregon, uh, when I was like, I don't know, like 14 or something. And the weights were outrageous at the time. But honestly, now that I have been kept waiting 45 plus minutes at the Glendale Cheesecake yes. Factory, I realize it's still thriving it's everywhere. Yeah. But I love the Cheesecake Factory so much. I worked at the Nordstrom next to it. Ooh. Um, I worked in women's activewear in Washington Square and it was like the best job I've ever had. Uh, and that includes my professional comedy writing jobs. Wow. Which in some ways were dreams come true. But yeah. working at Nordstrom next to Cheesecake Factory, just like getting like going and picking up the Marsala, picking <laughs> up a Navajo chicken sandwich for my mom, maybe oh, wow. the fry bread. Navajo chicken? Oh my yeah. God, fry bread. Fry bread. That's it's amazing. like a savory elephant ear. Wow. I just like have never been so just like content. Um, so I went to the Cheesy Factory a lot once it opened in Portland. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then the oh, old Thanks so much. Thank you. So I'm just eating the top off of this Let us know. Email us if you think we said thank you too many times uh, to our waitress. I was really trying to be as, like, verite as possible. (laughs) And I would say I do say thank you that much, and that's normally my voice. You'd agree that's my voice in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. It seems pretty consistent. So you yeah. worked next to one. That's um, amazing. How was Nordstrom working there? It was truly amazing. I'm like not. What? I just, oh, actually, my best friend, my best friend from home, uh, his, his father is to this day a shoe salesman at uh, Nordstrom. Nordstrom. And, and he loves him. Yeah, and, and he, uh, his son, work. my friend, also did that for several summers. Uh, and they seem to, they're a Nordstrom family. They seem to like it. I think that it it's really fun to, like, be eating a chunk of mozzarella while I'm doing podcasts yes, also. Yeah. But this is the only podcast you can do that on. Um, Other podcasts would have you killed for this. Yeah. I think that Nordstrom is a really good company for both, like, how it seemingly treats its like full-time employees and then also for customer service which as you may know uh you can like return anything at any time to Nordstrom mm. so even if you bought it 20 years ago or whatever and this never happens but like urban legend is that you can return things that you didn't even buy at Nordstrom that yeah. you couldn't have bought like a tire or something yeah like REI because does weird shit like that too the the vibe is that they want the customers to feel so comfortable with Nordstrom that they will believe you no matter what you... So if you so said that you bought, like, yeah. Yeah. I think Land's End or L.L. Bean does that, too. And, like, they were trying to, like, revamp just, the policy, but then they just decided to keep it because I, it was so ridiculous. That's how I've made most of my money now is I go and, like, just whatever you trash. find. Yeah. Yeah. Just like uh, <laughs> scraps of iron. Yeah, I go so, I go get it. I go get industrial wire from like yeah. you know, factories and stuff. I yeah. rip it out. Yeah. And then I sell it to Nordstrom. Yeah, and, and you can make a lot of money, guys, so think about that. Yeah. Um and look at me now, I'm can afford to eat at two restaurants. Yeah, yeah. So the at same the, night. night at the Americana. That's the American dream. Two restaurants in the one Americana night. Dream. The Americana, yes. Yeah. And so, okay, so Cheesecake Factory, you're a kid, you're in Oregon, it tastes good. Oh, yeah. Do you still think, so when you eat there now, though, are you like, wow, this place is still keeping it up? Or is it like, I like, it's a comfort. uh, comfort. Well, here's a, here's, that's a great segue, Dan. Um, Thank you. So there was an article in the New Yorker, like, probably like 10 years ago by Atul Gawande, I think, that is about the Cheesecake Factory. And it's like 20 pages long. And it, thank you. I was saying thank you to Kelly, but I used my normal person voice. Um, It uh, is a, it starts about how the Cheesecake Factory is one of the best. Oh, hold on. Hold for motor. Yeah. Um, The Cheesecake Factory is one of the best models of any restaurant, like a, you know, semi, like a sit down restaurant that he has ever seen. Right. Because it's thank you. You're welcome. Um, because thanks. Right, that was a good thank you, guys. Yeah, you too. No, <laughs> oh, the first one though was like yeah. pretty regular. Yeah. Um, We're no different. I'm not scared of you anymore. But anyway, great model, New Yorker. I was glad that you were just uh, riffing so that I could take some big bites of food and drink. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's about how the Cheesecake Factory has like an incredible business model where they have very little food waste, which I had which never really thought about that, but like, that is incredible. so they have How? insane portions. And so insane obviously portions. there's like, you know, people leaving food is one thing, but they don't have like, it, it was all about how uniform the different Cheesecake Factory locations are mm-hmm. and about how they're really good at buying for themselves. So like 
I mean, I have not managed a restaurant, so I don't know the intricacies of like when you're buying ingredients and stuff like that, that's also where food waste can happen is if you don't buy enough or too much or or whatever. Yeah. So they're really good. And also like they are really uniform across locations so that you can go to a cheese factory in Ohio or whatever. Which I have been to one in Ohio. <laughs> and then you go to one and here it was and it's like the Did same. It was Ohio gorgeous. Or Ohio? <laughs> Ohio, but I would love like a gorgeous beachside like Ohio, Ohio retreat. <laughs> what and do do you so did they talk about the history of the Cheesecake Factory at all in that article? Because I'm, I'm just curious to know, like, why does it look like that? Yeah, like, how does did, anyone why did they know, or is it just like a crazy when I, name? When I heard Cheesecake Factory growing up, you imagine just like this sloppy, shitty family restaurant. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. factory, factory, yes, I mean, factory. Cheesecake, like, cheese, uh, cheesecake is I not think factory. that's one of the reasons I love it so much is yeah. that how industrial it is. It's so funny that it's called a factory. Factory, the yeah. least like, like appetizing the thing there is. Cheesecake factory. We fa- we're like, a factory. It's a conveyor like belt. The cheesecake concentration camp. Yeah. Like the it's the like hot one. dog stand at Costco should be called the hot dog factory, and that would make sense to me. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, yeah, hair nets. Turning them out. Yes, yeah. and they're just like, look, it's but a it's buck, a dollar fifty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I almost forgot to mention this, which is psycho. Oh God. So my boyfriend Joe is from. Calabasas, California, right. outside of Los Angeles, right. home of the Kardashians. Kardashians. So if you go to Calabasas, it does appear that you're like living in the city form of the Cheesecake Factory. Right. Yeah. And I had been there like, I don't know, before I dated him, I had something there. And it's like a whole city that looks like an outdoor mall, which right. I think is hilarious and amazing. Yeah. But... The very important fact I found out on my first date with Joe, which was at the Cheesecake Factory, Whoa. is that Whose the, choice? Did it you was my choice. Oh, okay. It was a setup, and so he had just heard. You're like, if I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the best restaurant in the world. Yeah. It. Our first date was to the Cheesecake Factory. Our second date was just like to a movie, and our third date, Joe was like, uh. I, we've been doing some kind of silly dates, so I want you to get dressed up, and we're going to go to a really nice restaurant in Beverly Hills. And he picked me up, and then he took me to the Cheesecake Factory in That's Beverly awesome. Hills. Oh and so, like, and, That's you great. Fell, and you fell in love I with felt. him? Um, but he also mentioned that he grew up in Calabasas, like five minutes away from the international headquarters of the Cheesecake Factory, oh which is located in Calabasas, California. Okay, so it originates in that type of aesthetic. Rich That's people have, yes. have weird taste. And yeah. I think this is bad like taste. too, and usually pretty bad. Yeah. I want to be clear. I don't know if you can tell from my podcast voice. It's not as nuanced as my normal voice. Mm-hmm. I genuinely love the Cheesecake Factory. I also think it's funny, and I also am like fascinated in like a kitschy like right. like sociological way. Right. So there's like all these layers of me loving the Cheesecake Factory, but. I think the sociological, like, what does this say about America thing that I love is it's like a lot of people say that Donald Trump is like what a poor person thinks a rich person looks like. Yes, exactly. And I find that very resonant because it's like, or like a child. It's like a child who gets... Gold rooms. Big red tie. And so the Cheesecake Factory... like cotton candy. Yeah. Like aesthetically, and then the menu too almost is like... 
if a little kid was given a billion dollars to make a restaurant, like, yeah. what would they make? And that's how Calabasas also feels yeah. to me a little bit. It's like, yeah. if you had, like, unlimited money on SimCity, you'd make, like, <laughs> this, like, dumb town. Right, right. Yeah, because the thing that's crazy to me, both Donald Trump and the Cheesecake Factory, is how big everything is. Yeah. And it's... It is interesting thinking about, like, the wealth and how to use it is, like, um, we were just talking before the podcast about a lot of people who are wealthy are often modest about it. And so, you know, at a, at a really fancy... Yeah, like, you wouldn't even know how rich I was. And, and yes, and yeah. at a fancy... Re- yes, of course. I have no idea. <laughs> I, you don't, you're not even wearing shoes. Yeah. I, I just don't know. I'm bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, is, a, a, yeah. a very fancy restaurant, usually the portions are smaller. You know, and there's something right. like elitist that. about that. Yeah. Whereas the Cheesecake Factory is childish in that, like, it's like, yeah, no, this we're gonna have it be the biggest. Like, why would we? The the going small thinks like you're overthinking the richness or something. I've never put this together before, but I also wonder if that like even goes into like America's like fat phobia and like how tied into like social yes. status that becomes too. Right. I would say definitely yeah. because. It, it, it's like, yeah, the richer you are, the thinner you're supposed to be, the right. like smaller your food and the right. less you eat. And, and, um, having control, <laughs> yeah. which the Cheesecake Factory doesn't care about at all. Again, they are called a factory and they're making cheesecakes. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they're, yeah. the last thing they're thinking about is self-control, yeah. restraint, and, um, modesty. But it also is like, I, I mean this sincerely. I think it, like, is really great for, like, families and for, like, dates and for friends. It's, like, it's, it's a funny restaurant. It, because like, walks it's, a line. Yes. It's a restaurant that tried to make everything. Yeah. And it makes everything pretty good. Yeah. I'm not saying... They skinny, quote-unquote, skinny Okay. Menu. So I also have not even begun. We haven't even we talked maybe, about the fact... Well, you know, let's... let's we should maybe pause. go to the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, factor. let's... Um, I think I think we got let's a good preview yeah. of the Cheesecake Factory. We're going to go to the Cheesecake Factory and get some food. Guys, stay with us. To be continued. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we just clapped. I love slating at the Cheesecake Factory. It's something that I never thought I was going to do. Yes, yeah. As a child, you're like, oh, if I could just slate at the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. And we just did. We got our table. Yeah. I I hope that you are hanging on to this story. Yeah. Like, we are. I, will, we, I hope everyone's, yeah. Because no one had to wait between oh yeah, the true. interviews. They yeah, just we went from that interview wait. to this You know what? Go back oh, yeah. and go pause back for and put in 45 30. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't 50 minutes, which I like that they overestimated. So they Well, that's why... Right. That That's is nice. for real why I right. was getting kind of stressed that we should go back to the right. cheesecake factory. Right, because you thought we were going to miss our I thought table. we were going to miss it. You and knew I that they overestimate? I should have explained it clearer. They are a very classy company, and they're, rather than underestimating, which is just going to make you so The worst upset, thing you can do at a yeah. restaurant. It's maybe the worst thing you can do anywhere. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to another person. Well, um, you know, I was a hostess at a very popular restaurant in Austin. It's I don't think it's that popular anymore, but... For a while, I was a hostess at South Congress Cafe, which was, like, the talk of the town. Ooh, yeah. It was local, but it was, like, I would have to give people an hour and a half, hour 45 minute wait times, and it was, like, for real. How is because that possible it's a, if it's an because hour and a half? Because it's a small restaurant. Like, but does that mean there's two rounds of that table? Like, you're hoping that yeah. a couple eats for 45 minutes, another couple eats for 45 minutes, and then but you like, get But, like, we're sad? not even figuring it that way. We're figuring it based on the person we just gave the number to. Oh, like, we okay. give you're everyone... Yeah, we're just adding on another 10 minutes no, or whatever. No I've always system, wondered. Right? It's really hard. I think it's like yeah. you just are lying At to some 
everyone. People are so hungry, and they're just coming up to the table again and again. Sometimes we give the wrong estimate. It's a nightmare. I will say, though, the Cheesecake Factory just now gave a pretty accurate They did a great they did job. Very well. so, and they uh, have a huge the restaurant, so it makes sense Wait, because there were um, so many goddamn people. Megan, I was like, have we're you never going to get in, in the here. service industry? You did Nordstrom. No, I've only worked in retail. So I've worked ah. in, like, I worked at Michael's Craft Store, which Ooh! was another oh my highlight. God. See, that's, that's all the like, wooden little I, circles. Oh my god! I've, I've definitely wanted like had characters that definitely worked at Michaels. Michaels yeah. is another like <laughs> slice of Americana yeah. that is like so specific and funny to me. Joanne Fabrics I, is right yeah, up there. Yeah. I used to be really into like crafting, and I loved. I still really like going to Michaels Craft Store, oh, like Halloween too. or Christmas time rolls around, and you're like. I wander in the aisles looking for like a fun little votive candle kit yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But one summer in high school, I worked again at the like Beaverton, Oregon, Michael's Craft Store. And it was my first day there. And I get really nervous about everything, like no matter if it's like a minimum wage job or whatever. Like, 96% Ashkenazi. Yeah, I mean, I mean possibly. We're probably cousins, so yeah. we're the same. I mean, I think I got bumped up to 97. Just well, so they're just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they added on. Yeah, like, added wait a minute, we found some more. Yeah. <laughs> we dug it out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, like, very nervous, and I want to succeed in any uh, environment. So I was very nervous to start my job at Michael's, and they didn't really teach me how to use the cash register very well. And it was, like, 9 a.m. my first day. And I was the only person on a cash register, and this old man comes, and it's just buying one pen, which already is funny that you would go to Michael's Craft Store and just get, like, one black pen. <laughs> what? Do you remember what kind nervous. of pen? I you're think, nervous about ringing it up. Yeah, too. but then I didn't know how to... I was trying to ring it up, and I didn't know how to, like, start. Yeah. They, they maybe very quickly told me there's, like, a key yeah. that you, you enter. Start? Or do you scan? But, you don't scan well, the pen? Well, you have to, like, enter a pin. First, you, you gotta enter a pin for the pen. Yeah, enter your own pin. What was pin. the pin? Yeah. Like, your uh, employee pin. What, your employee pin. Oh, yeah, okay. I just, like, what was this pin? Like, did he get, like, a gel roller, or what was No, this? I think it was maybe, like, a thin Sharpie, if gotcha, I can remember gotcha. it. Ooh, that makes but sense. I, like, couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, and I didn't know how to page someone to help me, so I was just, like, yelling for someone to help me, and I was <laughs> started oh getting really lightheaded and the man was like this is taking so long you should give this to me for free wow. and I just ran to the back oh like I I feel like had I stayed there longer I would have passed out oh man I've never I'm fully fainted but I was like, like retail that long then. yeah I mean because I worked at the Gap for probably six months that was my first job yeah and I just never wanted to work in retail again I was done I wanted to work. I worked in food from then on. Michael's Crafter was also. I specifically was the bead lady, where I would walk the aisle of the beads, and would just move the ones that were in the wrong bin to the right bin. Wow! And so sorting. It was really mind numbing, and it was not great. Yeah. But then Nordstrom, I will say again, was like. Polar opposite. Really nice people I was working with. Like, very chill. The people who are there are having a good time shopping in Nordstrom. Um, I I don't know if I do great. I think being a waitress or a waiter seems like the hardest job oh, yeah. ever. I was a bad. I think I mentioned it on the yeah. show, but I've, I'm a bad. I was a bad waiter. Yeah. 
Same thing, I would Where? get very nervous at a Ruby Tuesday. Oh, that's adorable. I was a Ruby Tuesday waiter, and the worst thing of all is once that my bro- my family would come visit me every once in a while because they lived really close to it, and I was so anxious and nervous, and they, I was overwhelmed when I was like serving my family one time, and I got my brother's order wrong. You? Which is just like it's I, even now as I said it, I can feel some sweat yeah. forming. You um, I I now that I like know you were waiter, your face and your general demeanor is very waiter esque, and I feel like I feel like you. Now I would. Now if yeah, I, would, I feel like you'd be amazing. Now that I've written for television shows, yeah. if I had to, oh, you got a birthday? Oh. They're just screaming happy birthday. Yeah. So it's a happy place. So we brought, yeah, we brought my niece for her birthday the last two years. And that's basically the, my only experience with the Cheesecake Factory is Barton Creek Mall in Austin. Cheesecake Factory, which I don't think is this big. I think this is like a very big, let's describe the inside. Okay, like so the the light fixtures are fucking crazy. It's like dragon teeth. Yeah, a bunch of them look like... Like, the color palette is the first thing I noticed, which is all, like, different Orange shades of, brown. like, caramel. Yeah. Yes. Caramels. Yeah. Different yeah. caramels. Like, mahogany wood. One, yeah, an orange chocolate. Um, there's, okay, so several swirls. lights. Lots of swirls. Several lights that are lining the booths look like the Eye of Sauron from also, Lord of the Rings. The, like, the paintings on the wall. There's, like, frescoes, basically. Yes. yes. There's, like, there's these panels above us that are painted. And then hanging off of those panels are these other light fixtures that look like alien pods. And or, like, care- or like a buttery nipple shot or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like an upside-down candy corn. Thank yeah. you. When I really take a, like, um, a, an, taking an stock look. of what's going on here, uh-huh. it overwhelms me. It's insane. It gives I mean, me anxiety. The, look at the seat back behind me. It's ins- it's, things are so big when they don't... There's so many guys. They don't have to Besides, be, but they are. I'm actually having an epiphany right now. Uh-oh. Um, not Uh-oh. to brag, Do you hate but it here? <laughs> I gotta go. Um, uh, yes. No. I was wrong. <laughs> There's really, really tall wood, mm-hmm. like dark wood back. So, like, all the booths have, like, really tall wood backing yes and like the table we're Dark at a table it's backs. really nice yeah but <laughs> it's I, really nice beautiful this it's is really, a weird, really nice. a weird story um when i so i lived in la like seven years now uh-huh um when i first moved here in 2010 i did not have a bed like i didn't buy a bed because i was like sort of convinced i wasn't gonna get a job and i was gonna have to like move home which i think is normal Manga, but no. i'm also like you didn't buy a bed i'm though. also well i'm like a piece of trash and i also just like <laughs> we're learning live. this little different trashy yeah, like the, aspects of i'm your telling life. you the fanciest thing i've ever done is go to the cheesecake factory yes, right yeah. but i am really low maintenance when it comes to my living quarters to an extent that's like probably detrimental to my mental health like I could just like live in a blank walled room do you live with your boyfriend so I live with my boyfriend and my best friend Cliff uh and Cliff and I used to live together right and we uh like my room had like one poster or something on the wall and then an Ikea mattress on the floor so not just 
Not just a mattress. Not just, was it, it didn't have like it's a box on the fucking frame. floor. It was just like yeah. full on on the floor. Yeah, I, I had at a least... mattress on the floor when we first started dating. Oh, God. And you also had a piece of foam underneath it because you thought you had bed bugs. But even when you yeah. confirmed that you didn't, you left the foam underneath. Hey, and it was just breaking you know? up like into like this like garbage under the bed. Also, can I just say, to, sorry to interrupt, but no. like when you, uh, I just told someone this and remembered it, which was, but in high school, I had no posters on my wall either because it just like, it, a blank wall was overwhelming to me and I didn't know what to do with it anyway. But then I did get posters and my posters were in high school. A Pokemon poster of all oh, the different Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had that. An Austin Powers poster and a Wu-Tang Clan poster. Oh those, are, those all hold up. Wow. Yes, yeah. I wow. definitely still have the Pokemon poster nice. in my home. I got I got a poster of the Picasso painting I really liked. It's called The Old Guitarist. Yeah, yeah, I oh, know, I know. You're too good for Pokemon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No Pokemon poster? I don't understand. I yeah. The other poster I got was Brad Pitt, long hair, facial hair, smoking a cigarette on the rooftop of New, in, like, New York. Wow, so not even for a movie? No. Just a sexy Just poster. Just a sexy oh, one poster. of those, yeah. Was it black and white? Yes. Or like a sepia tone, and mm. it was on the. I put it on the ceiling above the bathtub because that's where I masturbated. Oh my god! That's, that's where I put my Pokemon poster. <laughs> yes, yeah, for the same reason. Gotta masturbate to Hitmonchan. Okay, yeah. someone's gonna so get tell it. Us about, tell us about your living. Quarters. Okay, wait. But so yeah. Okay. So I slept on a mattress on the floor for like four years. Right. And then I moved into a house, and I was like with uh, my friends and my boyfriend, and I was like. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, like, living in a nicer place, and I, like, have been working steadily for, like, five years. I should get a bed. And the bed I got is the biggest wooden bed that you've, like, ever The cheesecakiest, factoriest. It is, and I'm now having the epiphany that I basically am subconsciously modeling my furniture after the cheesecake factory. You want to live there. Yeah, because it's, like, it... I got this bed because I was, like... I was, like... I you're gonna get like a maroon a and bed. orange. Something couch about this speaks to me. With spirals. I mean, on honestly, it. I'll send you a picture of my bedroom. It's not not the decor of the cheesecake. I can't. I got it. It's inspired by. It. It's like green walls and dark wood. Yeah. And it's not not what yeah. I'm looking at right now. This place is amazing. And also, I was uh, telling, I was saying this to you guys while we walked from the first restaurant to the to second, the, che- the second, <laughs> the second restaurant, restaurant of the podcast. But. I have a lot of merchandise for the Cheesecake Factory yeah. too. Oh, that's um, right. You told I, them you asked them to give you a buzzer. Yeah. So for your my birthday. last, I, I think it was a birthday like two years ago. I went with my friend to this exact Cheesecake Factory, and I think we may have been sitting at a table like one over from the one we're at right now. Oh wow! But we were here, and I was saying how all I wanted was a Cheesecake Factory buzzer, like the thing they give you before right. you get set while you're waiting. And it's I like wanted a small to, remote control. Yeah, that's what it, it feels looks, like in well, your hands. Upon first look, to me, it looks like a smartphone. Oh, so yeah. I wanted to like go <laughs> out into the world and there. just be like talking yeah. on, on the my quote unquote phone, and then you yes. look so the guy, the guy who you that woman talking to a bus. Yeah, I thought it would be like a very funny specific is to see a crazy lady talking to a cheesecake factory buzzer. Yeah. So I told the waiter. To this give is it my to you. version of flirting. Is to be like, 
Hello, I've so. always wanted a Cheesecake Factory buzzer. What can you do for me? <laughs> you're you're like, sort of talking so like cool. Maggie Smith and Downton Abbey. Yes. yes. Hello. Hello, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I have no control over my vocal cords, and I don't know how, like, farting works. Uh. And he, he probably was like, yeah, I'll give you that if you'll just stop doing that voice. Please leave me alone. Yeah, so he gave I'm me I'm 12 buzzer. years old. Wait, um, how old are people when they work? 16, I guess. I have a question about this stuff in general like is there anything else in your life that you like this much because this is a it's a lot that's a good like you you you, you're modeling your bedroom after it we're here now you went here for your birthday you went on your two out of three first dates with your current boyfriend yeah um i that's a good question and i think my answer is disneyland wow but i also now that i'm thinking about it those definitely are within the same Vein of oh, yeah. childlike so, like, yeah. versions of what grandiosity right. is. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, again, my love of Disneyland similarly has the layout of like 80% real, 10% ironic, and 10% educational. I guess your, America, like, America, yeah, America. America. Were your parents like, into like indulging that like were they like let's go to this cheesecake factory we've been hearing about in seattle let's go to disneyland like we like this yeah they liked so, it my mom um we went to disney world because my her dad lived in florida right so that was my first see that that makes that yeah that i can identify with that because my family would never do anything unless there's a family member there or work there yeah totally there's no and like actual like, vacation and also it's like now that i'm an adult i'm like i can't believe my mom who is a single mom like took two little kids by herself to disney world yeah psychotic I, oh my it's god it's what children would do to you i guess yeah. single mommy with two twins no it's psycho i i go to disneyland like as an adult like with no children and i'm like this is exhausting yeah, yeah. um but <laughs> no one of the literally one of the best days of my life and it might be the number one best day of my life was when i was in sixth grade my mom said it's great to have a number one is pretty good. So it's, it's, a bad, it's a tough time of what? Yeah, your life. I mean, I'm you've been going downhill all the time. Sixth grade is tough, then? so this is good. Um, okay, let's hear. My mom said we weren't going anywhere for spring break, and I was like, okay, cool. And then <laughs> okay, cool. we had a nanny who was like a big part of our family because, like, my dad was not a part of my family my whole life, right. really. And my mom was like, we're gonna take. Adina, our nanny, she was like, we're going to take Adina to the airport, so, like, let's all get in the car. We're going to, like, drive her to the airport. So we get to the airport, and I, like, so distinctly remember having this little bit of a feeling that, like, something was kind of weird. But so we get to the airport, and my mom was like, hey, what do you you guys think if, like, Adina just stays here and, like, we go somewhere? And I was like, What? And she was like, yeah, like, Megan, where would you want to go more than, like, anywhere in the world? And I was already obsessed with Disney World and had been there, like, five times or whatever. And she was like, she, she was like, Megan, where do you want to go? And I was like, uh, Disney World? And she was like, okay, let's go. 
and I and she's already planned it burst in tears she had already planned the whole trip oh my god what she a didn't darling. tell us because she like your mom I respect it is like her I'm so like getting much. like so excited yeah, I'm about to like tear up because it was a Too feeling sweet. of like to get the surprise children yeah but it, I mean it, adults. it was the feeling of like like you thought that this couldn't happen and then it did happen. Did? Yeah. Which I think seems weird. impossible. That yeah. never seems happened. So out of reach. That yeah. never happened to me. So now you understand why that was the best day yeah. of my life. And then and then there's Cheesecake Factory. Like, you know, I've realized this many times in the show that my family were so snobby and it it definitely comes from being really dirt poor like they were insecurity yeah Yeah. insecurity they don't want to seem trashy right do you know what i mean and so chain restaurants were the epitome of trashy to them we never went ever every single nice restaurant we went to growing up was like a very local joint i remember we'd go to this place called spiazzo it was like an italian restaurant your parents don't not have a point that for the most part chain restaurants are bad it's a true thing it's a true thing in that like especially i I always liked in austin how like there's lots of local places and people but i shouldn't be like no i shouldn't for the rest of my life be like chain restaurants are for like disgusting pariahs you know what i mean because it's not it's 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 like there's food here it's like there's food here (laughs) there's actual food here it's like I kind of think it's like my mom growing up was a doctor so made a good living but also was a single parent and didn't have any help with that so like I think that we sort of occupied a funny space of like very comfortable but also not like like, we went to, like, little kid places. And also, because, like, my brother and I outnumbered my mom in terms of oh, kids yeah. versus yeah. adults. My dad so it's like, was definitely, like, a big brat. So he'd be like, I want to try Friend restaurant. Yeah, so we're not we, like, going to this bullshit, you know, Chuck E. Cheese crap. You know? But it's also, like, even now, we, like, I'm now having trouble differentiating between what we were talking about on the first iteration of this podcast at the other restaurant. Yes. Oh, no, we were talking about this, about how, like, fancy restaurants are, like, small portions. And, yes. like, I, when I go to a real fancy restaurant, which has been rarely, always feel like I don't fit in there, which, like, maybe everyone feels that way. Yeah. Might, and that might be part of yeah. why they're doing it. Yes. Yeah. They're trying to make you feel, like, you kind of uncomfortable. A special and strange. Exclusive. Yeah, and I love that places like the Cheesecake Factory are really comfortable, and you like. I do feel comfortable. Oh, here's another. Weirdly, I'm now remembering all these Cheesecake Factory stories, and I have to talk about my brother too. Oh yeah. I when I went to college, I would say that I have a funny, maybe not funny. There's probably a lot of people like this, but like, I can be very extroverted for very like finite amounts of time and then I hit a wall where I just like I'm about to like start crying because I like can't you talk can't to talk people anymore. anymore I just get like very socially overwhelmed and when that would happen to me in college I would go to the Cheesecake Factory by myself beat. Uh, wow. and I now I'm like remembering getting on the like tea in Boston no I get my own little table and I'm like call someone I went to the Prudential Center in Boston. Oh, yeah. That's a great Cheesecake Factory. There's also a Cheesecake Factory uh, at Caberside Galleria that I used to go to. But I would say the Prue was, like, 
my Cheesecake Factory. And I'd go and, like, take a notebook and, like, write or whatever. Wow. Um, wow. But I now, I have such distinct memories at, like, maybe, like, 5 p.m. on a Thursday, just, like, getting on the subway and going to Getting on the T. Yeah, the uh, tea. Cambridge Side Galleria, freshman year of my college, I decorated the mall for Christmas as a job from 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. two nights in a row. That is, like, my dream. Yeah, and it was a fun time. It was insane. So like, what are we doing? Else doing it? it was my my roommate was a pretty industrious guy, and he was like, he recruited me and two of our the guys who live next door to us, who I am one of the guys who I recently got drinks with. Um, so I bear, don't really keep in touch with them too much, but he was like, this is a job. We all love the idea of like making our own money, and so I paid like hundred and eighty dollars. A night, maybe, for the two nights. And he's like, you can make a lot of money in a weekend. And it was intense and crazy, but it was fun. Amazing. It was a lot of money at the time. But also, it's like if you have unlimited energy, it's like a 20 year old. Yes, we we, we also. Sorry. Well, I just said we we would hide in a closet because when we were tired and like lie down on some of the decorations that were like big and soft and nap while the other ones like stood guard. Oh my God. I used to, I, for a summer in Olympia, Washington, I worked at the, the, like, the carnival that they set up by the, like, by Capitol Lake, and it was just, like, a disgusting experience, but, like, I was young, and I didn't care, and I had energy, and, like, it was fun, and I made a few hundred dollars, and that made all the difference, because I could pay my own rent, and didn't have to worry, and it was just, like, awful but like fine and then like you made extra money if you helped break it down and oh. I was like of course I can fucking yeah. break it down I can find it in myself to break it down I yeah. love breaking down I, love I mean like I I am not lying that like the feeling I had working at Nordstrom was like one of the best jobs I've ever had and you used to be able to come to eat at lunch at I also was definitely you had the um good like quality of life is that what it's yes, yes, yes you had a high yes. quality of life I also think I was probably the funniest person working in women's oh, activewear so there at it the is. Yeah. were you funny to good. the people that you worked with no I was like I think maybe I would crack jokes every once in a while but I like I mean you never know from listening to my hilarious podcast oh, yeah. voice but like I think in general when I'm just socializing with people I'm just like a sweet, hopefully, just like a nice person. Oh my god! Oh yeah, that's me. Guys, our food is here. Well, guys, let's um, we'll get our food. Maybe let's wrap it up, and then we could do a recap yeah. of uh, see let's, how the food let's, was. Let's tell everyone what we got. Yes, all right? yeah. Megan. Megan's dish is huge. Uh, yes. Kelly so got some salmon. I got the skinny delicious salmon. And it's got some assorted it eggplant parm right here. Thank really you so robust. much. Yeah, Dan Enormous. got the eggplant parm. I got a parm. chicken, chicken costletto, no mashed potatoes, extra asparagus, but wow. hardly so asparagus uh, costs more. But yes. uh, we're gonna bill uh, Dan and Kelly. For yeah, that's exactly. right, guys. Bon appetit. <laughs> All right. We're looking very good. Anything else we can grab with that? I think we're good. Everything's great. Thank you. Guys, our cheesecake is at the table. Uh, we got the low carb, which I know. And is... let me say, this looks amazing, though. It yeah. looks like there's not as much crust in the. It's made um... with Splenda, I guess, but that's fine. Yeah. It's made and with this Splenda. is part of the big reveal that Megan 
we're going to cut into this and take a bite. Megan, you usually don't order cheesecake yeah, when you come so here. Yeah, so that's... Uh, because for uh, dietary issues. Yeah. Because sugar's bad. I honestly feel like this might be the purest fan of the Cheesecake Factory. Is like someone who just loves the food so much they don't right. even eat the cheesecake. No, that's I've, true. I've basically been on the Atkins diet. I mean, literally have been on the Atkins diet since I was like 17 years old. Right. And swear by it and am happy to speak on another podcast at length yeah. about it but I love that the Cheesecake Factory has a low carb option yeah. which it's not is loaded with sugar and it's even, actually good like, I would say it's good I can't believe how good it is so it's, I bet it's, it's pretty it's, good it's Splenda so it's probably like partial sugar partial but it's not, not even too sweet like a, which is nice there's yeah. like a walnut there's a little crust. aftertaste but like if you're really craving a sweet treat it's I good. was saying that I like never eat sugar usually, so this is like the best thing I've ever right. had. Um, but as a when I was first starting the Atkins diet in high school, I would also go to the Cheesecake Factory a lot because you could get like a steak and a low carb cheesecake. Yeah. And it was like totally fit on the yeah. diet. You could eat as much as you wanted, and it great. was great. Yeah. Um, so, highly recommend it. This is good. This is good. And what did everybody think of their so, food? My food, I think the salmon probably, I just prefer it a little more underdone. I maybe should have specified. Um, but that's okay. You know, it was slightly dry, but that's okay. That's I okay. thought the carrot spears looked really nice on oh, your the plate. Oh, were good, they looked like exactly the thickness you want of a carrot. Oh, yeah. The carrots were actually... Um, I got the chicken costaletta, which is, I think, three pounded chicken breasts. <laughs> so many breasts. And I also, like, have tried to be a vegetarian this year and haven't eaten very much meat at all. <laughs> and so I feel... But you had to do it up. Psychologically complex. Yeah. I had to do it up. I wasn't going to come here and eat some... Salmon, skinny-licious shit. Yeah, some bullshit. Um, So I'm feeling it was really good. It's like this very fine, like, sort of Parmesan breading. Uh, And I really like the consistency of it. There's no, like, rubbery areas in the chicken, which I feel like sometimes you get. But it was very, very nice and uniform. That's great. And Dan, what about you? Eggplant parm I thought was great. Very big. I like that I had a pesto pasta. Yeah, I got a, and um, a little salty at times, but still good. At home, at home, and we're gonna keep going. We're never gonna not be eating together and talking about it. (laughs) Now, one of the things that we were talking about uh, before or while we were eating is, um, you know, Megan, you were saying how like basically a place like the Cheesecake Factory and maybe other examples are say a Target is that they're so popular because they basically just give everybody across all walks of life what they want. Yeah, I. Like something that is so appealing to me about chain restaurants is that they're like they're like a hug for you wherever you are and no matter who you are you're like entering into this world of pure comfort it's kind of a club and no judgment no judgment and like I truly do think it's like if this is something that is like super fancy and like out of your financial means it like is really nice and it is good food and then it always feels like that makes me want to cry it's very sweet and it also is like 
I mean, not to literally, like, wrap everything all together, but, like, Disneyland is the exact same thing when you enter into Main Street, where it's, like, this prescribed feeling of comfort, where, like, it's not real, it's not a memory you ever had, really, because it's a small town from the 1900s or whatever, but it feels like something that you've seen before. Right. And I feel like... The Cheesecake Factory has this feeling of nostalgia even if you didn't grow up with it. Yeah. It just, like, feels like something you're supposed to be attached to. Does that mean we're all, like, psychotic and need, like, comfort all the time? Cause yeah. of the pains of life and what we have to deal with? Yeah. And everything after World War One. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be a great, like, PhD thesis. Right, like... like- Cheesecake Factory in the post-war ennui of America yes, or whatever. It, yeah. it feels like that's kind of everything, right? Like, everything we like is because every... Like, a generation of people suffered from PTSD. Yeah. And no one talked about it. And then they had kids. And now we're like, yeah, it's normal to, like, go to amusement parks and go to be- big, beautiful Yeah. We uh, do a lot, of, a lot of self-medicating, but with experiences rather than drugs. Uh, and drugs. And drugs, yeah. too. But, so, you were going to say something. You said... You got your brother a wedding cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory. You know, shout out to the Cheesecake Factory, as if I haven't been shouting out enough. But I tweet a lot about the Cheesecake Factory because, as you may have gathered, I really like it. And I uh, don't remember exactly when this correspondence started. It might have been that I tweeted that I wanted to get my brother a wedding cake from the Cheesecake Factory. My brother got married earlier this year. Um, his, uh, he's also extremely obsessed with the Cheesecake Factory. He, in fact, might be more obsessed than I am. Wow. He's a doctor, and he, for the past, like, six years or so, has been trying to eat every single item on the Cheesecake Factory menu, which, if you haven't been, the menu's, like, 25 pages long. Oh, it's in a little book. And my brother has a Google Doc spreadsheet where he keeps track of location of where he ate the dish and how many stars he gives it. And he's almost done. But he, I one day was like, Alec, this is so funny. Like, are you going to make a blog? Like, are you doing this to put it on the internet or something? And he was like, no, I'm doing it for myself. This is for me. And that was I'm somehow like the funniest possible answer. Yeah, it's just it's for like, me to keep dying yeah. to see the results, um, but I will no, show it. yeah, but so to be really special for his wedding, I thought maybe I could get a a little groom's cake. And the Cheesecake Factory, I think it was the COO, contacted me. Oh my god! And was like, or maybe it was the chief marketing officer. That makes more sense. Um, and was super nice and was like, yeah, we'd love to, like, help your brother out. Like, you don't have to tweet about it or anything. We just, like, really love that you talk about us so much. Wow. And uh, would you, like, can we help put something together? And they made my brother a groom's cake. So, like, a little, not like a full wedding cake, but, like, a really cute thing that said, you're the cheese to my cake. And they had it at the wedding, and I have a picture of How me and my sweet. brother with the Cheesecake Factory cake. And was that the most meaningful gift that he got? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I'm sure. It also like, I was like, this is so close to me 
like crossing a line of intimacy with the people who work at the Cheesecake Fest. Like we're yeah. starting just like emailing and I feel like I'm going to start showing up at their offices and just being like, hey guys, I thought we're friends. I'm going to start just like hanging out here. Um, but they also, uh, someone, my boyfriend went to like summer camp with or someone he counts, he was a counselor for at summer camp works as an intern at the Cheesecake Factory. An intern? Yeah. Like, in the actual the corporate offices. offices. Not the no, not the restaurant. He's an intern as a waiter. Yes, yeah. The waiter's uh, intern. But, one day, I, like, posted a photo of, like, a bunch of friends of ours at the Cheesecake Factory, and we found out from this intern that they had featured that photo in, like, a monthly, like, oh, marketing like roundup. Yeah, and oh, it was, like, man. a PowerPoint roundup where they the were, like, Factory. they were, like, who are some influencers who are talking about the Cheesecake Factory this month? And there was the oh, picture of me, and I have the video somewhere of this kid, this intern, like, shooting. Who are some cheesecake influencers? Yeah, I like to think of, I would really be offended if I wasn't the number one cheesecake influencer. I yeah, feel like do you that know if anyone else... Do you know who the other influencers were? Uh, I don't know, but, like, I will say, like, Drake has rapped about... I wouldn't call it rap. He's, like, sung about the He's Cheesecake Factory okay. before. I was like, so that's a pretty big deal. That's very Calabasas that he's, like, talking yes, about. Yes, yeah, yeah. I want to use Calabasas as an adjective like that. Very Calabasas. Very Calabasas yeah. of you. What big, gaudy... Yeah. Weren't we saying something about how cheesecake factories should be like uh, hospitals, or hospitals should be like? Oh yeah. So the I was talking about an article earlier. Oh. It was like a lifetime ago. Yeah, I don't know when the other restaurant. restaurant. Yeah, the first first restaurant. restaurant. So there's this New Yorker article um, about how uniform and well managed the cheesecake factory locations are. But then the thesis is like extrapolated to be that hospitals should be more like the cheesecake factory. Yeah because hospitals are very non-uniform. There's lots of different methods of surgeries. There's lots of different uh, rates of payment. And I just thought it was like the most brilliant like way of putting something sort of erudite into terms I could really understand. Yeah, Cheesecake Factory terms. Yeah, but I also was like, yeah, Cheesecake Factories are better than hospitals. That's what I took away from. Yeah. You should get, that should be your t-shirt. Uh, cheesecake <laughs> Factories are better than hospitals. Yeah, that would be, I feel like that would probably sell, like, a lot. I think so. I mean, it's true. It's kind of relatable for, it. like, every situation. Yeah. I, I would recommend, guys, anyone out there uh, trying to eat healthy, Get that low-carb cheesecake. We just got a low-carb cheesecake with strawberries. I would not have known it was unless it was told to me. Yeah, Yeah, I can't. I can't believe it exists, and I can't believe that we got it and it was good. Ending on the ending the meal on a high note. Yeah. Should we go to a third restaurant? Probably. Did we did we get everything? We got everything. I have to say, I'm feeling like good emotionally and friendship wise. The chicken. I feel like I was sort of like. Playing a, I was trying to act really tough by eating my entire dish of oh no. three chicken breasts. Are you I'm dying? Not, 
no, I have a very strong stomach. Oh, okay, I okay. just I feel more full than usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would recommend maybe going two thirds. You get you're gonna want to yeah. eat two thirds of your entree. I might. That's I, what I did. I think yeah. you can eat. You yeah, can Jan definitely safely eat your entire skinny licious entree and feel fine. Yeah. But I did. I even ate like some bites of eggplant, and I was like, I'm going a little too far. I, I, I usually eat skinny licious. But I was really posturing. Yeah, yeah you had to. You yeah. had to show us because we'd be like, "Really? Like you like this yeah. place? Are you getting skinny licious?" Yeah, yeah, okay. Exactly. Don't buy it. Yeah. I wonder I, who I, coined skinny licious. Who did? I who hope coined it was the marketing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should. Uh, oh well, we should let them know about the podcast. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Any cheesecake employees, corporate employees, store employees, if you're listening. Yeah. Please tweet at me. I will do whatever I can to, <laughs> to help you. Help Get your the life. word out about your restaurant. You've done so yeah, much I mean, for me. Yeah. If you guys want to sponsor my niece's 16th birthday this yeah, December let 27th, let, let me oh, yeah, know. It's coming up. It's yeah. coming up. Sweet, yes. sweet, sweet 16 sweet. at the Cheesecake no Factory. Low, low yeah. carbs. Low yeah, low carbs. Yeah. Um, well, Megan, I think... Uh, that's I think it. We're good. Let's get out of here. We we're good. The check. I hope none of this recorded. Since yeah, we're yeah, yeah. All so on our like, phones. All right. Yeah. If you're hearing it, it did, but there's a chance you're not. Yeah. But we're talking to nobody. Yeah. Just, just to ourselves. <laughs> Into an right. empty can. All right. Well, have a great night. Yeah. Bye bye. 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 And we are... Walking home. Walking home, guys. Uh, let's do a quick... Little recap. Guys, uh, Dan does not have poop in his hands. He has his leftover eggplant parm in his hands in a little bag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So but that's it's mirroring our walk here. Yeah, which inf- I had a little dog poop. So, guys, we had a great time. We had a couple of drinks, a lot of laughs, a lot of great stories. I hope you enjoyed our first on-location episode. And um, the Cheesecake Factory has a lot more to offer than I realized. Yeah, it's not easy to be a vegetarian there. That's one thing. that's true. You have to kind of eat pasta. And if you're not really eating carbs like I'm trying not to lately or sugar, then you're kind of screwed. But, I mean, Megan's been on the Atkins and she's somehow, like, made it. But then again, she doesn't, you know, she's not a vegetarian for the most part. She's trying to be Kelly. She is trying to, to, to be. Uh, I think um, I, it was really nice. I love you, Megan. I'm going to just go out there and say it that I enjoyed myself, and it feels like a weight lifted off my chest or shoulders. Where is the weight when you don't want it? Shoulders. A monkey off my back. It's is that the, the same sh- thing? weight off your shoulders. A big fat heavy monkey on a my monkey shoulders. A monkey is off your back and your shoulders. What's off your chest? Wait, why is it a weight off, off my of chest? your shoulders? I thought it. Wait, what you say? I gotta get this monkey off my back. I have to get this weight off of my shoulders. Yeah, but why were you saying that saying? Oh, oh, because <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> why are you talking well, like what this? What is it? It was about? because I. Um, I think I've looked down on chain restaurants for a long time, because especially living in New York, there are cooler independent independent restaurants. Yeah, indie I mean, restaurants. I grew up in Austin. I, re- I mean. You don't go to fucking chains in Austin. Like, who goes to a chain in Austin, Texas? Some and people did. It, and, and it is... There, there are bad things about it. I mean... But... It's like... you. I don't know. You just, like, can't ignore... 
the whole world. You can't ignore it's the out there and happiness popular. that, that ha- like existed in that restaurant. And you can't ju- People yes. were comfortable and happy. Like the two girls sitting next to us, there yeah. were like two teen girls, I think, yeah. sitting next to you that yeah. I think were listening to our entire conversation. Oh. And then the other girls next to Did me they like, we were got cool their, and funny? I think they were felt alienated, I hope. <laughs> hear everything yeah but then the other girls sitting next to me they got their picture taken together they like you know split an appetizer split an entree it was like this really fun cute girls night out and yeah i mean it's it's just like a one of a kind experience some similar to disneyland i think i spent so much of my life uncomfortable that a place that is just meant to be comfortable is was you don't know for a what while to feel abhorrent to me right because i'd be like oh you know fuck you like i can't have this yeah I, oh it's so lame and then, yeah i don't know there's like lameness to it but there's lameness to everything and there's certainly lameness to judging that yeah. so well, I'm I, happy to not feel that anymore I, I love you Megan too I had a really nice time and I can't wait to go back and now that I've started wow. this like well I, I, now that I've started this like tradition with my niece it, it means something to me now emotionally so, the Cheesecake Factory has entered our hearts yeah it, it means going and having dinner with Alexa my niece who I love or who was going once and, on the show? Yeah, or going to hang out with Megan. So, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's wriggled its way into my heart like a worm into an apple. Think about that, folks, before you go to bed tonight. If you liked what you heard, give us the five stars on iTunes. Or if you didn't like it, just do it. What do you? Yeah, think? this is one of our first. You have episodes. some sort of reputation on iTunes right, that you Dan, have to keep up. Calm down, no, <laughs> just Dan, like, no, calm down. I just down. don't understand why, why you wouldn't no one do would it. Not give. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what do you? You you have some like? Dan, oh no no no! My integrity. Dan, if we're being honest, they're just lazy, right? Oh yeah. So if you think of it, please do it. Or like I hear them say on Hidden Brain, my new favorite podcast is if you like the show today tell one person about it that's, that's a good my idea Shankar Vedantan uh, uh, impression well, God, yeah, please guys do you that gotta too. watch Hidden Brain I've told my one person to. by telling my audience and guys this is one of our first episodes back so we're very excited to be back and we hope you're enjoying the show Yes, thanks. Email littlepuppyquestions at gmail.com if you have uh, thoughts on the Cheesecake Factory and anything we ate at both restaurants. And we'll continue walking down the street alone in Glendale. In Glendale, California. Guys, you, though, get into bed, pull your nightgown up, let the cool blanket rub against... Let the tip rub the cover. Let the tip rub the cover. And night-night. Good night. That was a HeadGum Podcast.